Hello and welcome again to the Big Acronym Podcast. I am Sean, the host. And in front of me this evening, say hello, Mary Alice. Hello. Mary Alice uh, is currently living in Bowling Green, uh, way up north in Ohio. So you, you got farther than a lot of the other kids, at least the ones that are on my list. You're one of the farthest out. I would really? say, yeah. Um, I really, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. Well, not yeah. Donald. Yeah, Donald would be the farthest. I mean, Thomas was in Michigan for a little while when he's in school, but he's in Cincinnati. He's, he's like one of the closest now. Well, Kentucky. Yeah, he's in northern Kentucky. But he's one of the closest. But to basically, me Cincinnati. It's yeah, it's all the same loop. Um, Mary Alice is currently married like yeah currently like you're <laughs> maybe in four years we'll, <laughs> we'll see I don't, I don't know um married mary alice uh no kids living working along the toledo area yes yep and what did you study in school i studied middle childhood education which is grades four through nine science and social studies and you enjoyed every minute of it, I'm sure. It was pretty fun. And you taught every single one of them about thatch roofs. Not yet. Not, oh, okay. It's on my list. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have I have my my list of questions that I'm I'm going to ask everybody, which you know those, and I and I have a couple specific ones for you. Um, and the first word that I wrote down, like as a as a note to you, like. Uh, things to think about for you and it's the best word to paint the picture of you in in Sabina in youth group times which I mean it's clearly not it's not a word for you but it's the easiest way to describe you in in one sentence to anybody that wouldn't know you mm-hmm. you were the Amish girl yes um, even though you weren't an Amish girl like it was just like oh who's who's Mary Alice I don't know who Mary she's the Amish girl oh right <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so awful to say that, but that's, you know, it's just, that's the elevator description of you, really. Um, so that's how, when I first met you, um, you and your whole family, and we, you were all the quiet people, and mm-hmm. I was like... Well, we, the, all the crouches are quiet, yeah. in general, like, before and after Amish times. <laughs> Pre and post Amish. <laughs> when the horses died, we still were quiet. <laughs> And um and it was, I mean I I remember thinking like. In in some churches and in some organizations, like you guys probably would just be like the ones that were avoided. Like oh they're just a little too weird for us, you know. Like I don't want to say the wrong word in front of them because they might like just start lighting a fire underneath of me or something. Like I'm you know I'm being shunned out of the the group. I mean, or... I was a thirteen year old girl. Yeah. At the time, but like. I got that vibe, but I was also a 13-year-old girl. It was totally, you know, as 13-year-old girls go. Yeah. And you wanted to be a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you had one other sibling that was close-ish to youth group age, which was your brother Stephen. And Nathan was slowly coming up after that. But it was really you two were the ones that were youth group age when I was there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I was hoping you could kind of describe 
Like just just that uh, you're trying to be acclimated into the group and like how you felt about just social culture and all that kind of stuff. Uh, However you can best paint that picture. Uh, so sixth grade we moved to Sabina. Still had friends at, from before where we used to live. And then by seventh grade, didn't really talk to them anymore. So didn't have any friends. Eighth grade did Bible Bowl, but wasn't allowed to be in youth group yet. Mm. So I was like, man, I'd really like to be in Bible Bowl. And Bible but, Bowl, for people that don't I know. Mean, or in youth group, yeah. Bible Bowl is a quiz game answering questions about the Bible, about specific texts from the Bible using a buzzer. Um, just like academic team or quiz bowl or whatever you have in normal school, only with scripture. Yeah, and, and that was, and I'd been doing that since fourth grade at that point. But that was my first year doing that at Sabina. And then ninth grade, finally was allowed to go to youth group. And, and I was so excited. Your brother was allowed before you. Or was did he? he? He wanted to go before you or something. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were still a little cautious, I think. Um, uh, I don't really remember. It was, it was pretty much like within a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't long after at all. I, just, I, remember, I remember your dad asking about Stephen first or like saying that he wanted to come to youth group or something. And maybe you did too, but you didn't, you didn't vocalize it. And maybe, Probably. Maybe you weren't allowed or maybe you didn't want to speak up or I don't know. I mean. I don't know. Did you want to be involved with the people you didn't know, or were you were you happier being away from it? Do you remember? I I remember in eighth grade I wanted to go to youth group. Okay. And I wasn't allowed, but then in ninth grade I was. But you had you had Bible Bowl. Yeah. So, so like I mean I mean we already had a rule like you could only do one thing outside of church every week like one program like either boy scouts or bible bowl or whatever but because if we had if every kid did like more than one thing then it would be too many things that we were going to during the week and we wouldn't have time for school right okay so and you were all homeschooled yeah at that time so i think i think i think the two limiting factors were like one it's another thing to go to youth group Mm. another thing to attend and we were already going to like sunday night church i think and bible bowl once or twice a week and so that all in itself was a little bit crazy. So what changed? Who who won the the argument to add the thing in, or did the rule just get adopted differently? Or well, I think the other factor was like like some of the older high school boys that were a little rougher and like jumping over stacks of chairs. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was one of those when I was in high school. I don't I don't know because I never knew them really. Mm-hmm. Um, but mom thought they were a bad influence, so okay. that was another factor. So, like, once but then they dad, were gone, Well, or? I think dad talked to you about his concerns with some of the boys, like the older boys or something. I don't, I don't really remember I don't really that know. specifically. I wasn't involved in any of that. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I just, a lot of, a lot of middle school at Sabina is, like, just me wandering around the basement drinking <laughs> drinking the uh, coffee creamer. Oh, yes. Those are good times. Um, and really, though, if, if, if both of you were involved in youth group then, it probably would have been like, well, maybe it's a new thing, but it's a new thing that they're both in. So it's... Yeah. Like, it's not really a whole lot more. It's just... 
And we were practicing on Saturday or Sundays anyway for Bible Bowl. Yeah, so I it was think sort it, of just a continuation. Of, yeah, I think it just became an extension of Bible Bowl. Yeah. Um, now tell me a little more about about Bible Bowl for you, because um, it's it's a big thing. Homeschoolers like that's like their sport, really. <laughs> like that's that's your Olympics. At at the time, the predominant culture of homeschooling culture was definitely conservative Christians. Usually wearing dresses, mm-hmm. among other things. Probably head coverings. Mm-hmm. But in Wilmington, not so much. The Wilmington homeschool group wasn't... They were a little bit more, like, more normal, I guess. Where did that come from? Or do you even What? Know? For us, yeah. personally? Yeah. Um, or, or them. I mean, if you're trying to stay molded to their views and culture, where did they get it from? Well, we... Mom, mom got the idea. We were going to um, Zion Church of Christ, like south of Hillsboro. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were going there when we were like living in like Midway, Ohio, mm-hmm. like like up by Mount Sterling. <laughs> so we were driving like I don't even know how far that is, like an hour to church every Sunday. And that well, then we moved closer, and then it was forty five minutes mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so we were going to Mount Zion Church of Christ or whatever it was. I don't even remember. And so grandma's friends, the Bukowskis, went there. They were like 60% of the church because they had like 10 kids. How big is this church? Like, like. Like 30, 40? Well, let's see, 10 plus the three of us at the time plus two other kids. Okay. And then all, then six parents alright so that's it <laughs> so 20-ish <laughs> yeah so it's like 20 people in like this literal one room church white mm. church area I guess there was like two Sunday school rooms and an outhouse probably yeah and so like they all made, wore like matching dresses and okay. sewed all their dresses themselves and and then um, the mom of the Bukowski's Mary Bukowski started wearing head coverings and she was like real into it and super passionate about it and she was like you should told mom She's like, you should look into this. And, like, so, and, of course, it's, like, totally commonplace in all the homeschool events that, like, people wear hat coverings. Mm-hmm. And mom's like, well, I guess I should uh, do some research on it. And, then like, she did, like, a ton of research and um, read the Bible, read lots of commentaries, read on the Internet, um, lots of books, right. lots of conferences. So it wasn't, a, it wasn't totally, like, a, a win in Rome thing. It really was backed by yeah a lot of... A yeah. lot of evidence for one way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the story of how it started was um, we were getting ready for church, and I was like, I was like eight or something. I don't know. I was, I guess I was in sixth grade. And I was like, I'm going to wear this uh, bandana today. And Mom was like, oh, <laughs> you are? <laughs> and then we just hadn't stopped Yeah. for like six years after that, or maybe not that many. Well, I mean, you get comfortable a certain way, and it's like that's just who you are, and mm-hmm. as long as you're happy with it, it's not like it's, it's not like it's a big deal. I mean, to to people who aren't used to it, it's it's totally foreign and, and odd. Yeah. But well, that was just what I had decided to wear that day. Yeah. That wasn't something that I had bought into. I wasn't Christian. Right. So, um, there was a big conflict later on, starting on my thirteenth birthday. Okay. Until, uh, till we stopped, till I stopped wearing it. So, major internal conflicts during that what 
internal for you? Four, during that four-year period. Your own internal conflicts? Yes. Okay. Yes. You don't want to talk about them? I mean, I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's as far as it's, you want to go. It's a long you? story. Uh, no, tell I guess. me. Give me a summarized version of the long story, if you can. Okay. So, I guess one major conflict was like, okay, I'm Chris. I'm not Christian, but here I am looking like a Christian, mm-hmm. and I'm also 13, 14, 15, mm-hmm. etc., and self-conscious shy didn't know a lot of people in church until later on um and i and on my 13th birthday dad was like well i guess it's about time you start thinking about getting baptized and that's all he said and then but then it's just every sunday just like thinking about that every single sunday mm-hmm. and thinking about how like i look like i fit in but i don't and like just feeling like an imposter um and then and then just the the idea of like having to walk up the aisle to like to get baptized was like i don't know it's just too much for 13 year old me <laughs> yeah a 13 year old who has never had to be in front you know, independent in the, yeah yeah out in that and the limelight or in the, just in any kind of a whatever yeah on a stage or in, in you know in front of anybody specifically well or... no well that's not completely true because I, I i was in the choir and different musicals at did South you ever Church do a Christ. solo I no mean... i did not <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and i remember i remember uh the day that you did go forward that uh, you mm-hmm. said something about uh caroline your sister like read a shirt or something like the dive in or something and wasn't oh that from, I, was, I don't remember that i think it was just more i remember i was 17 like it just hit you yeah like well i guess i might as well yeah no reason not to yeah i i, I kind of do, planned on doing it in the future i don't know why i planned on doing it in the future <laughs> but like yeah, I, I just it just i didn't feel ready yet right and and then when I was 17, I had stopped wearing dresses and head coverings by that point. Mm-hmm. And I was, I guess I was more socially confident. You were becoming who you are, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You were figuring out who Mary Alice is. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't have that as much of an internal conflict. And I'm like, okay, now this this is something that I know that I want for myself. And I'm not doing it because of right. the way I look or what my parents think. Right, not, the, not their suggestions, not anybody else's pressure, not a... Yeah, uh, yeah. The lack of pressure, right. I think, was what So let's back it. it. let's back it up to uh, <laughs> just you beginning, like, um, when you first started coming to youth group. Um, I mean, knowing the other kids in the group before you were in it, I mean, mm-hmm. like, they're not, like, all, like, whispering, like, oh, my gosh, who's this, whatever. <laughs> but you, you know that... People are saying, "Well, these are, these are the crouches, and they're they must be a little weird because they don't look like us or something." Mm-hmm. But I don't ever remember it being an issue. Like that, like none of the kids in the group were ever like, "I'm not going to talk to her. She has cancer," or you know, something. I mean, it, if there was, it was all internally. Yeah, and it was all me that was. Yeah, you were just doing projecting that. on them like that. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, in college, I learned about egocentrism mm. in adolescence. So. 
Yeah, you think everybody's looking at you when they're really not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my sister taught me that lesson too, and I've never forgot it. Mm-hmm. Like I was, it's a good lesson. I was so upset that I had to wear this shirt that was like old, like it was a Nike shirt, but it was mm-hmm. an old Nike shirt, and like this isn't one of the new Nike shirts. People are gonna look at me like, "Man, you're wearing an old Nike shirt," and my sister's like, "No one is looking <laughs> at you." <laughs> and so I started watching, like, "No, nobody is looking at me. This is better. I like it. I feel good now." Mm-hmm. Ah, those were good times. Um, no, I, I remember, I mean, like, Sam definitely, Sam will take, she took to you right away, like, mm-hmm. she wanted to love you immediately, um, but the rest, I mean, mm-hmm. all the rest of them, they were all very, I mean, everybody's like, we, we want more kids to yeah, be involved in. Yeah, I mean, and... I don't think people were, like, really excluded, I mean, no. I wasn't, so. And who was on that Bible Bowl team the first year? Uh, the first year is me and Thomas. And Lindsay. Yeah, that's right, because we did the Worms video. And then I think the year after that, Dustin got on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald eventually. Yeah. Was and Steven in sixth grade that year, maybe? Susan? Probably. Was Susan there? Susan, too, yeah. That would have been about it. Yeah. Um, Nikki came once or twice, I think. Oh, yeah. You know she lives in Bowling Green now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool. She might be working tonight. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to do another one tonight. It's, it's The first one wore me out, my goodness. Um, so you started coming, and the kids really took to you. It didn't matter that you looked a little different than them or whatever, and there was none of that. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. it goes away pretty fast if it's there. Like, I mean, we stopped even thinking about it after, like, you're just part of the group, you know mm-hmm. I mean? That just happens with anything. Once you know a person, you don't think about the fact that they dress any mm-hmm. differently than you do or whatever. I mean, even, like, we were coming with, coming with Donald that, like, in that first year or so of youth group, your brother would still, like, wear dress shirts and stuff, even to, like, the evening stuff. You know, he was still, like, looking dressed up. Uh, he just wore button-downs. Well, but he wasn't wearing hoodies. I mean, there were kids that would just... Okay, yeah. That were just sloppy everywhere they went, you know. I mean... He was prim and proper. I mean, I guess. I mean... I mean, he wore that all the time. Yeah. Like, either button-downs or t-shirts. Yeah. Um, it just it just became part of it. And, and then I, I remember, I think camp was the first, like, like I remember seeing you swim. Like, that was the first time I saw you not in a dress or, and like, wait, wait that's Mary, that, what? <laughs> How does that, oh, okay, that works, good. And then, like, from there on, like, eh, you know, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. She's she's making up her own mind what she wants to do and how she wants to be, and she's not catching on fire, well, so was, it must be okay. Was a, that, was a, that was quite an adventure, swimming at camp. Yeah? Pushing the limits. <laughs> Whose limits? <laughs> My own internal limits okay. of what people expected of me. Like, you wanted to swim because that's what people do? No, or... I, love, I love swimming. Mm. But, like... I also had this weird, I don't, I don't even know, it's just, I was just really complicated then. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't all leave you because it's good to be complicated. Yeah, I'm still pretty complicated. Okay, good. Yeah, you don't want to get rid of all the complications in life. That's what makes people fun. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember that very vividly, like just, it was like, I remember making a comment to Leslie, like, hey, she was swimming. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really good. It's good for her that she got up. Because, like, 
I'd, I'd worried before, like, are you going to do normal things? You know, if you have to dress a certain way, are you going to be able to get out and do things that yeah. would require you not dress yeah. that way? But, I mean, once you know in retrospect that it's it's your own personal choice, you know, that's not mm-hmm. like I'm part of this sect that says I must do this, you know, that it's, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's just wearing what she wants to wear because she wants mm-hmm. to wear it, you know? Yeah. So, but it, it becomes it becomes a talking point for all of us who don't <laughs> adhere to these these types of things. I mean, I've tried swimming in my jeans before, and it's not worked well. I think um, I've done that before. Yeah. No, wait. It Was it a jean dress? It might have been a jean dress. You had, there, there were legs to it, whatever you were wearing. Whatever oh, you were yeah. Those were, like, some, like, really, like, fancy, modest uh, bathing suit things like, that like mom got me for a while. That, um, that, that old look of... Not showing anything anywhere. <laughs> I was just like, as she found them, and she we got like matching ones mm-hmm. to start off with, and then it was Did okay. She ever it was wear okay one? then. I was like eleven yeah. or twelve. I'm like okay, because mom really likes swimming. She likes going to the beach and all that. Yeah. And so she didn't want to give that up. I and kind then, of picture her then, being like athletic in high school, like that she was like a. She was. Basketball player. Well, uh, she didn't do that. She did cross country. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um. And then, and then she got me another one when I grew a little bit, and I, like after that I was like, no, <laughs> uh, sh- shorts and t-shirt is enough yeah. for me. Let's yeah. stick to the normal That's stuff. That's all cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't like standing out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You're still here. Um. So that that gets you through. You found your spot, you found your thing. So that's high school now. Yeah. Into high school. Yeah. And what, uh, were you, as far as, like, other interactivity with the youth group, um, were there any specific trips that you went on that you remember going on? Like, was there a memorable thing that you did that wasn't a Bible Bowl thing? Definitely the motion mission. I think that's okay. only the non-Bible trip I went on. You went to one of the Ohio teens, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Like, sophomore year, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, a motion mission stands out for me, for you. Yeah, that was the only, like, overnight trip. Or or at least, like, more than two days. Yeah. And I remember it very vividly that, like, we were maybe three minutes on the road, and you pulled out a map. Oh, I was ready. Like, you were, you were the navigator. I was so excited. You had your, your, your compass and your markers, and, like, you were just tracking along. Like, now here's how far we've gone, and here's where we're going. Like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. <laughs> She's loving this. and and I love road trips. Yeah, I do, too. Totally. But it was, it was just cool to see you get into a thing, you know? I mean, like, because mm-hmm. everybody's going to have things that, mm-hmm. they're, that they're, they get passionate about. And it's like, oh, this is one of her things. She loves this navigation of where are we going and like so that any, at any point I could be like Mac where are we at and you would say right here <laughs> never I never did but and now I'm married to a geographer oh perfect um it's it's great how things work out like that and we met in geography class no we didn't but that would be a nice story <laughs> that'd be a great story you met at four corners and you were standing on I don't know um <laughs> So, let's see. So, you, you, what do you remember about uh, the motion mission, specifically? Uh, I remember... Actually, I should describe the motion mission was... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a, what, a four or five day at max? Maybe four days, I think. Uh, it was three days was of three? camping. 
Uh, we stayed at my uh, sister's three, house three one nights night. Of, three nights of camping, I think. A hotel one night, and then t- maybe one or two nights of of a tent. Yeah. At least one night of tent, maybe two. It was at least two nights of tents. I remember yeah. three days of camping. Okay. So, like, five days total. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went through five West Virginia center. and Virginia. Uh, and it was sort of a, like, we're traveling, but also stopping in landmark areas and doing lessons and interacting with the community. Like, we went into a town and just, like, asked somebody in the in a grocery store if we could help with something or whatever. And just kind of, like, let it, let it flow as it flows, really. Just... Like, there were agenda things, but then there were also, however the spirit leads us, this is how we do it. Um, is that a fair? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, we're on the motion mission, now you go. Tell me Okay. what you remember specifically about it. I also remember starting out ha- and having my map out mm-hmm. and being the navigator. Mm-hmm. Then, um, I, remember, I remember the campground, took lots of pictures there. Um, on the way down... Down to Monongahela National Park. I remember that's where it was yeah. at. Um, I think we stopped at like this roadside lake with like some sort of waterfall, and we did like a devotional. Mm-hmm. Um, the first devotional we did was that night. We were supposed to have gotten in like hours earlier, but it was pitch black when we really? rolled into the forest. Yeah. Okay, like, it must have we, been the next day or something. When we entered in, the first devotional we were going to do was about listening. Mm-hmm. And I pulled off the road to like right as the right as you get into the depth of the forest where it's just there's nothing but just the stream dark. and the darkness and and it was already dark so it was like I was I wasn't planning on it being dark but you really couldn't see anything you just had to hear mm-hmm. and we all got out of the van and it was I mean it was probably like eleven o'clock at night we got out of the van and stood just in off the road like just mm-hmm. in the weeds a little bit and just listened. To like the forest, and everybody got quiet, and it was it was maybe two minutes tops. But mm-hmm. like when I I went through the whole route a couple weeks earlier than that to kind of plan out where I wanted to do stuff at, I'm like oh. this would be a good spot for like to hear. Uh-huh. But it was daytime when I was doing it. It was it was pitch black when we actually got to do it, so it made it even better. Huh? But yeah, that was the first one, but that's not the one you're talking about. No, I'm thinking about it. Must have been like the second or third day. Because I remember it was daytime, and um, and then we all got to on different spots on the edge of this lake slash waterfall. I forget kind of where it was, but um, and we read our devotional on our own, and we f- reflected on our own. It was real quiet and nice and serene. And it was, and I think he was just talking about um, um, it was either like. Being, like, be still, know that I'm God, or, like, looking at God's power, like, trying to, I don't know, like, just reflecting on that mm-hmm. with the picture of the waterfall in front of us. Was it One was it two. the big waterfalls? Like, there was, like, three different waterfalls where, like, walking down the steps. I think And we so. got that picture with the water bottle and, like, the water's flowing into the water bottle. Yes. Is that where it was? I think so. Because it was that, and then there was oh, also... Oh, like, like a real, real tall yes. one? No, it was okay. something different. So, well, it was one that was kind of in, low and far off. In Glen Ferris, mm-hmm. or Golly Bridge, somewhere in that area, West Virginia, mm-hmm. um, right on the river, there's a little waterfall. And we stopped at that spot because yeah. it was a sign that said, these 
plants were intentionally grown here to keep the ground from eroding. Yeah. Is, is that, that what that it was? Place. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's that's why I stopped was because of that sign. Like they had intentionally planted things into the soil mm -hmm. to give it roots so that it wouldn't keep cutting away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that was the lesson to build off of. Okay. So, yeah. That's, yeah, I, I probably totally misremembered them. I but. think it's Glen Ferris is the name of that little town. There's a little, like, a little inn there. Um, uh-huh. Really close to where I got a speeding ticket driving through the first time, mapping it out. Uh, but, yeah. I remember camping. Yep. For the first time ever. Was that, on that trip? Yeah. And my parents had talked about, like, how, like, mom loves camping, dad hates camping. <laughs> so they went camping once. Yeah. As a young couple, and then never again. <laughs> and I've been secretly very angry yes. at them for like the past 17 years up to that point because I'd never gotten to go camping. But I really like camping. It can be fun. I, I enjoy the the quietness of it. Mm -hmm. I don't like going to a campground and finding out that there's like a bunch of 20 year olds drinking next yeah. to me and they're just making noise. But I went last year on my own to try to go camping mm -hmm. and it was too quiet like i was hearing everything like yeah every i don't think i like it walking around like i don't i couldn't sleep yeah but yeah I, I do enjoy the quiet of it but i need somebody else with me yeah um so yeah then we went we went to the beach and then we came back through virginia uh the last little lesson thing was about ordering pizzas like and that was like i wanted you guys to intentionally call pizza places and order whatever the house special was mm -hmm. like so like five different groups of people ordered five pizzas that were like the most exotic like chicken alfredo pesto pizzas uh and then we ate them all at the hotel mm -hmm. um as and that was like i wanted you guys to break out of your shells to like interact with people you've never interacted with i don't before. think i did that because i don't think i could could have done that yeah well i mean i i thought of you doing it like there were certain things that were like, I'm doing these to push people, you know, and, and not to like, to break Talking them. on the phone was, is, oh. is my weakness. <laughs> I'm sure. I hate talking on the phone. It was, it was, you had to talk on the phone, you had to order something that was special to just that mm -hmm. restaurant, so it was like, what do these people like? Mm -hmm. And then you had to tip them. Like, mm -hmm. you had to hand deliver a tip, so it was a lot of like, uncomfortable situation things, and a mm -hmm. lot of local cultural feel kind of things mixed together and that kind of stuff is what has been branching in to be creative camp like mm -hmm. the stuff that we do at camp is like get out of your shell and talk to strangers mm -hmm. and sell them an idea or learn something about them that you didn't know before you mm -hmm. know whatever all of that now it's 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 bleeding into mm -hmm. like i would love yeah. to do three or four more weeks of like motion mission style yeah like let's take a van full of people and go to a park somewhere that has an amphitheater and just start performing an impromptu play on the stage of the amphitheater. I think I think there needs to be more of that like impromptu stuff in the church because like mm -hmm. people do it all the time for young people, but like that almost never happens once you're out of college. No. It doesn't. And like and Listening to the people this Sunday, they were talking about their experiences with doing that at our church. We, we go to the vineyard in Bowling Green, mm -hmm. and and they they just liked it. They liked it a lot, and it like got them out of their comfort zone. And, like, Makes you feel alive. And well, that and then also, um, 
And then they're able to take that confidence into their daily life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that well, should happen more. And, and It's a good idea. The more we think about the church as being, you know, let's, let's go beyond our normal set routine, mm-hmm. the more we're going to be willing to understand that this isn't just the way we are right here, but, like, you know, if, th- if this is how we want to be in the world... Let's let's meld those two together. You know, let's find let's find a way to be alive and spontaneous here and there, so that our entire life is more full because it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, we weren't we weren't meant to sit and stare at a stage to one guy talking and yeah, and to just sing these three songs and, and yeah. to not to not ever just like get up and be like, hey, I got this feeling. I you know, let's let's go yeah. do something. All of that's lost because of this the cultural fear of, no, we gotta be quiet because we're gonna distract somebody. Yeah. And you know, it's so weird that like my experiences in youth group and camp, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent, affects my choice in church now as an adult. Like, like a hundred percent. Like you want some things the same, you want opposite things. Or... Like I real I discovered, in with all the churches that I've gone to the past seven or so years between graduating high school and now I discovered that I really like informal churches mm-hmm. I'm just trying to replicate camp yes. <laughs> that's, it's, that's it's, 100% it it is totally working then it's something that needs to be done more I guess um, yeah inf- informal services like that um, being led by the spirit mm-hmm um, like a spirit-led service where, like, you're letting the spirit right. decide what's going to happen right. next. Um, Not just because the screen okay. says this is the next thing yeah. and this is when it happens, but... Yeah, and then, um, and, like, keeping, like, love the main thing, Jesus the main thing, um, and, and just letting everything be spirit-led. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of church culture led I guess yeah no I, I'm, I'm right there with you I mean I, I would I would love to be in a place where that was like not even questioned like that like you didn't have to have a meeting and say hey let's start doing these things mm-hmm. like it's just it's ingraining you to do it because mm-hmm. that's what makes sense you know? yeah and that's so hard to find because everywhere you go, people are having meetings like, hey, we're losing people. Let's be more of this. Yeah, you know? there's, there's so much that. that's intentional. Like, yes. like, like a lot of churches. <laughs> let's, let's reach out I, to no, the wait a young second, people wait a second. more. No, wait a second. We're getting, now we're getting into yeah, like, complaining about churches, yeah, which is another habit that I've adopted from my former I do it too. I'm life. sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. If, if I had sponsors, this would be a good place to pray for a commercial. <laughs> There are no sponsors. Go to Be Creative Camp. There's your there's Yay! Your pitch. Camp is great. Um, I like camp. Let's talk it's about good. the website, bigacronym.com, yeah. from back in the day. Were you on it much at all? Do you remember anything about it other than the word association game? I, I remember the way the site looked. I remember it was gray, and there were boxes, um, like with rounded edges mm-hmm. for, for a lot of things. Uh you remember the logo at the time that you were on it? Yeah, the um, the Twinkie it with the, the Twinkie. cross. Mm-hmm. Okay, spirit filled. Yep. Yep. Um, I remember playing games on there. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite game? I don't remember. 
Donald said that he liked the penguin game where you smack the penguins with the bat. And I had totally forgot about that one. That was probably the most gory one we had. I, I really don't remember. I think I played, like, I like I, I don't remember any of the games that were yeah. on there. I'm sure they were, like, generic games. I think yeah. I did a trivia one. There was there was some trivia. There was but, Hangman. But Dustin, Dustin, like, wiped, you and Dustin wiped everybody. There were a few that we with, went with back the, and forth. Yeah. With, the, with the trivia ones. I think Hangman. I think yeah. Hangman I enjoyed a lot. I played a lot of Snake, I remember Yeah, Snake. I remember that was on there. I wasn't sure, but... Yeah. Um, do you remember what your username was, or your avatar? You were probably Mac, I would It guess. was probably either Mac or Mary Alice. Yeah. I don't think I was adventurous enough to use my Yahoo username. Because uh-huh. I was kind of growing the past my middle stuff. school phase by Gimme that point. girl, is that what it was? Yeah. Or, yeah. And and then I hadn't gotten to my uh, high school, yeah, my were, late high school. You were tweening it. Username. You were still a tweener. Yeah. Um, In between usernames. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, I don't remember for sure. I think you were Mac. Yeah. Um. But I know you played the word association games. Everybody played word association. Yeah, I did. So and I, I'm going to give you. So I gave Donald a word association word. And then he gave me a word. Should I give you my the word I gave him so that you can? I probably should because I have a theory that you can tell a lot about a person or you can tell a lot about where they're at right now based on how they answer. And it, you may have to see a whole thread of answers to answer the way you answer, I think. So I will give you my word that I gave to him and then the word that he gave to me. So the word I gave him was finagle. And the word he gave, which was now to you, is attempt. Suicide. Oh! <laughs> All right, we um, need another hour of I, talk can now. Can I explain? <laughs> Absolutely, you can explain. Okay. Please explain. Okay, like four of my s- students in seventh grade out of like fit 14 mm-hmm. are like suicidal and like cut themselves. So oh. like I have to keep an eye out for scissors I take away scissors all the time. I have to stipulate with writing projects that, like, if we're, you're going to read it to the class, you can't talk about suicide. Mm. And so that happened with the last project because they were wanting to put that into it. And it's Don't just, you think that maybe telling them not up. to talk about it makes them want to talk about it? I mean, it? probably, but, like, it can't happen in a group discussion. Like, okay. like that's the training I've been giving. Right. So. Because you're not equipped to handle it. Well, not only that, because that's definitely true, but yeah. also, like, when, when like, you don't want to make it cool. Oh, yeah. And... Well, which, uh, sidebar, is totally what I think is the issue with all this, this school shooting stuff, is mm-hmm. that as awful as what they're doing is, and the fact that they're, most of them are dying in the process, mm-hmm. these, these gunmen are becoming cool in a glorified way because they're on TV. Yeah. They're being broadcast. And if we could just somehow shut that up, I think it would help a lot. Yeah, we've had, That's just me. We've had like three kids like um, suspended in the past three weeks for for like just saying stuff. Oh yeah, just like if you write the words on anything, it's 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 enough. It's yeah. cause. Yeah. Ugh. Like and they're just they're joking, but they're yeah. being stupid. Right. So they just they want to be acknowledged somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a lot of it. So yeah, you're just you're it's. 
you're on high alert, so the word is just in your head whenever you hear attempt. Now you're hearing uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm not suicidal. No, okay, in any good. Way. Glad we cleared that I'm up. I'm actually very happy right now. <laughs> you're in a great place right now. That's good. That's good because I don't want to. I don't want to have to do that podcast. So yeah. Um, so we talked about the website. Talked about your favorite memories. Um, do you remember any? Uh, what? Getting closer, wrapping this up. Do you remember any? Um, worship songs that just felt like they were overused or like they just they're stuck in your head and you didn't want them to be or anything that like that kind of stuff oh yeah number one overplayed the song that i just hated so much was undignified undignified yeah la 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 Um, la. hey i just I just picture being in like fifth grade at a beginner bowl tournament in Louisville, uh-huh. and everyone's singing this, and everyone's doing motions, and I just hate it, and I'm just standing. And, and how much of that song you think is just the people got excited about getting to do that spin around thing? Like, like eighty nine percent of yeah, it. I think you're right. Uh, and and, and in great, that time period, there were lots of those. They they yeah. would like they would make songs that you would have to do that in. And that's what made them popular. That was the hook to the song was it's the motion you did. All the motions, yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot. What, what was the one where you like you're like digging something? That's Lord, I let you lay one high from the grave to the sky. You yeah, okay, that one was into kind of a like... raised hand. It's all one swooping motion. The shovel goes down. Okay, and that's, the hands go up. that's 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 the fun one. That one's not bad. That yeah, that one was fun. But like undignified was just like the opposite of everyone. Everything I wanted to be in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And I also wasn't Christian, so like, I'm just like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna hit you harder. Like it's like, just gonna be. I was just so annoyed. It's gonna be like poison ivy. Like, like no, I don't want to be this way. Right. Oh yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> well, now like if you ever look at any new VBS curriculum, it's all done by like all the songs are done by kids, and all of the mm. songs are just motion after like. Words that, like, prepositions have motions. Like, not everything has to be emotion yeah. in a song. But, yeah, it's, that's totally the way it is because they found this niche. Like, kids are getting hooked on these, They're very these little motion things. Yes. And we hope that maybe it'll stick with them and they'll remember that the undignified was somehow mm-hmm. about giving praise to God like David did, you know, and some, I don't that's know. That's not what I remember. About yeah, that song. no, who does? I mean, it, it takes on its own life, and you can't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe we are because I'm still doing it. And yeah. Eventually, yeah. it takes 30 years, but it does eventually yeah. teach the lesson it's supposed to lead. I don't know. Yeah, last year I, um, I was a part of the fifth and sixth grade chapel every Friday. Mm-hmm. Last part of the day, Friday, which is not a good thing for fifth and sixth grade. I'm sure, no. And. Um, so aside from that extra hyperness, it, like, for me, I had, like, no idea of, like, how to teach, how to worship mm-hmm. to fifth and sixth graders. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with that. Right. It was weird, because, like, I didn't want to tell them how to worship, but they're also fifth and sixth graders and getting crazy. So do you guys, do you still have to do any? Do you, do you, do you... That was last year, so okay. I don't. Yeah, you're not even a part of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, duh. That's not even... We don't talk to them anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're cool. Now you have to do, like, sea chants and stuff. Pirate yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even celebrate Talk Like a Pirate Day. On September 19th? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly when that is. I think it's a 19. I don't know what day it is. I think it's a 19. See that? Yeah, we, we need to work on that. That's our mm-hmm. goal for next year. Talk like a pirate day and pie day are the two days that I mm-hmm. celebrate that most people don't. Pie day was super crazy this year. There's like four things that happened. Stephen Hawking died. Oh, yeah. Uh, the walkout thing yeah. for school shootings. Something else. It was It was a big pie day. Not near as big as 2015 was, but... Mm-hmm. Because that was 3.1415. That was a big deal. But, yeah, it was still big. Um, yeah, the Stephen Hawking thing was... Uh, I, I have a lot of strange theories about Stephen Hawking, but I don't know that I should get into them now. Let me let me just tell you. I'll just, okay. I, it may not even make it into the podcast. But Summarize. I, yeah. I made a comment. <laughs> okay, so my sister died uh-huh. of ALS. Uh-huh. Okay. This happened the day after my 40th birthday. Okay. So I don't remember turning 40. Like, I never had to even deal with the drama of that at all because what happened with her was way more important. Right. Um, but she had ALS for less than four years. Like, she was diagnosed and gone, decayed in four years. And, like, I'm searching, literally searching, a week before Stephen Hawking died, how is Stephen Hawking still alive? Cause, like, Does he have ALS? Yes, he had ALS. What? He had ALS from his 20s. Like, how can my sister be dead after four years and he's still going into his 70s or whatever? Apparently, if you get it younger, your body can, like, acclimate or something better. I don't know. But I remember looking this up and then he was gone. But right after I looked it up, I told my wife, I'm like, I wonder if he's still alive. Like, what what if out there there's, like, some old lady who every morning wakes up and prays, Dear God, keep Stephen Hawking alive for one more day so that maybe he'll find Jesus. You know, like, what if, what if there's some sort of, like, secretive prayer thing? Oh, cat's getting into the plants. Dang it. What if if there's this old lady out there who's just all alone, but she prays every morning for this, and then she's gone? What if, like, the day she dies, she can't pray anymore? So now God's like, oh, it's time. Nobody's praying for Stephen Hawking anymore. And then there it goes. Like, or what if I saying it out loud made it happen? <laughs> These are weird thoughts that come into my head. I'm sorry. Sorry, I had to save the radish. <laughs> and okay. it's gone. It's gone. Well, it'll come back. Radishes uh, do that. I'm so mad at the cats. I just, I, I can't help but think, you know, what if... I was listening the whole time. What if maybe somehow... Like, what if people were praying for Stephen Hawking to, like, to stay alive miraculously longer than anyone else so that, that maybe he'd have some sort yeah. of, like, conversion or something... I don't know. Did he? Was no. he Christian? No. Oh. <laughs> so oh, maybe the lady that was doing it died. You know, maybe she stopped praying it, and maybe she died the same day I was searching it, and it was my job to take it over, and I didn't do it. Maybe I am responsible for the demise of Stephen Hawking. Now, wait a second. You know? I mean, what? I don't know. It's not a thing I want to think about anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I just I had to throw that out there because it's That's good. It's topical for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so one, one last close question, mm-hmm. um, because it was big acronym and mm-hmm. big acronym was an acronym itself, which I don't know if you remember what it stood for or not. I could quiz you on that. Uh, give it a shot. Believers in God. Close enough. I gotta see the acronym in front of me. AC. R O N Y M. Youth ministry. That was the last two words. 
<laughs> what what are the was it four that I'm missing? It was AC was a thing, RO was a thing, and NYM was a thing. Believe in God, AC, RO, NYM. And it was like a process. Believe in God, then do this, then do this, then do this. The A was accept. Accept Christ. Boom. The R was reach. <laughs> reach others. Yes. And then the M was the weird one. It was nourish. Nourish. Like help support your youth ministry. Help support your own, your peers and allow it to, to thrive. I'm um, really, so being in Bible Bowl for what, nine years? Yeah. Nine to ten years, depending on how involved your threshold is mm-hmm. for like <laughs> being involved. Yes. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at filling in the blanks now. <laughs> <laughs> With a little prompting. Yeah. Oh, man. My, uh, the pastor at the vineyard, yeah. sometimes he'll, like, he'll say half a sentence and he wants you to try and finish it. <laughs> and, and, like, it's bad. Well, Because I normally worse. try and do it. And then it's just a conversation between me and him. There's only 20 of us there. So. How old is he? He's like 65. Oh, okay. So it gets very awkward sometimes with the silences of, <laughs> is Mary Alice going to respond? I mean, okay, so that's normally how Bible study goes, I guess. But, because I don't, I never say anything. But Nick will say something. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't a Bible bull, So right. he doesn't try to fill in the blanks. But, like, I want to say something. And I have something in my head, but I never say it. Gotcha. Even though it's the same people Sunday morning as and, it is a Bible study. And they probably study. want you to. Probably. So that they don't have to. Probably. <laughs> anyway, so what I was going to say was it, that was that was the group. We were all about acronyms, and it was more so mm-hmm. that it was about what you stand for, like mm-hmm. playing off of that. An acronym stands for something. So mm-hmm. you, as an acronym, what do you stand for as a youth, and then growing up? So I, I would ask you to close. Do you have an acronym for your life now? Oh. Like, could you? Could you put an acronym into your life? Okay, I did Any, come up with a word. By. Okay. I didn't come up with all the side well, we, bits we can, to the we word. Can, we can figure it out together then if you've got the word. Well, let me get a piece of paper. All right. Hmm. And did you choose this because you think it's a word that, as a word itself, it helps define something in you? Yes. Okay. And then building off of the letters of it, you, you mm-hmm. want to... Oh, I think it's got to be improvement. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Why? Because improvement because an has N. an M for marriage. Okay. So I thought it was because there's an N for Nick, but no. Uh, okay. Improve has a has an M in it. Oh yeah, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even looking at it. You're Never the mind. One. See, okay. Well, we'll leave it in there. We'll see if it has um, Well, maybe. Okay. I'm, Marriage is really important. <laughs> it's so important it's in there twice. Um, because that is a big facet of my life at the moment. Um, let's see. Maybe for O, others. Well, Mary Alice is currently writing downward from the word improvement. She's 
filling in downward with different letters. Hmm. Maybe for E, education. That's a big one too. Because not only do I educate others, I also like to educate myself. Ed educate. I don't like writing down. Clearly. Okay. If whenever I'm writing down, I usually end up writing sideways down, so it's still like I'm writing normal, but I do it downward. Oh yeah, sideways. That's good. Hmm. That V is gonna be tricky, man. You're gonna you're gonna have some. some... I don't know. It could be. Let's see. What was I thinking? Virtual. Because of. I play games sometimes. All the gaming stuff. But. I don't really, because I don't have time. <laughs> well, this I, the room that we're in right now. I, I get a, a a good gaming vibe from it. There. Are yeah. Well, I mean, Nick does gaming like gaming coasters um, and he does like live stream Pokemon. This things. is all Nick. Okay. So this is like his Twitch the books, background? The books. No, his Twitch background is Velvet Jesus. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> that works too. Um, but his head fills up most of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I, I don't know. You probably have a good camera explanation for it, like the opposite of a wide angle lens. Oh, okay. Telephoto? Know. Sure. Yeah. I don't know anything about cameras. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. um, you. Well, let's 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 go with that, unless yeah. you have something better. I don't want there to be tons of dead time of you staring at a paper and thinking, and the audience has no idea what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, I mean, I could explain what I'm thinking as I'm thinking. Yeah. So let's see. We what was the V for? You said virtual. Virtual. Oh uh, well, let's put that down. That's okay. Or virtuous even would work too. If um, you've got a lot of virtues. Um, let's see. Money is important, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately. You still got one more M there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I is not the same as a J, so no Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. As we've learned from The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, in Latin, Jesus started with an I. Remember that? Ichthus? No, remember, remember, did you watch that? Indiana Jones and The Last Yeshua? Crusade? No, that's And not. he's like stepping on the, the steps of, of Jesus and, oh, never mind. And like, and Indiana Jones steps on the J and he falls through Ooh. the thing and... Okay, so... I turn the book upside down. Okay. And the P is upside down and makes a D. Ah. Uh, dreams. Because that makes sense. I have lots of future dreams. And your dreams should that... not go in the same direction as, like, they should be different. Ah. Like that. So that, that, that makes that a visual acronym, like, that you have to see it to understand the way it is. Mm-hmm. That the P, lowercase P, is actually a lowercase D when flipped upside down. And I'm going to go with innovation for the I. It's a good word. Because I like thinking of new things of how to teach. Well, and you have education. I was going to say you could use a T for teaching, but education covers all that. So. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and then, I don't know. I'm, well, another another thing is like friends, but I don't know what to put for R. And R. Do you have a friend named Robert? I do. <laughs> Robert and uh, others. Because the O is often. right next to the R, so it'll be Robert and others. Let's see, who else do I know? I know Richard. <laughs> uh, Richard, uh, I haven't seen in eight years probably. Really, the, the others covers your friends, I would say. For the most part, wouldn't it? Ready. Let's put ready. Okay. Um, cause I feel <laughs> ready for. <laughs> uh, what's the thing? What's the thing at the end of the world? Uh, Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for that? Yeah. Okay. Um. No. What the rapture? Oh, rapture. Uh, ah. oh. All right, there we go. Re ready for the rapture. Rapture ready. You could just be hyphenated. Yeah. Rapture If that ready. were to happen. Okay. I'll, I've been making a lot of jokes lately about like. You're, you're prepared. Like, oh, no no one's here. I guess it's the rapture. <laughs> there have been a few times I've been driving down the road and seen a lot of cars on the side of the road and thought, oh man, did I miss it? <laughs> like, did left they behind. All... Yes, was I left behind? the world different. It does. Seriously, like, it was just an abnormally large amount of cars on the side of the road. Like, what is going on? I think I missed the rapture, but maybe we all did. Yeah, know. and I think I'll just cross out money and put marriage, and I think I'll be done with improve. Okay. Because so, that makes more sense to me. If you have to choose one M, marriage is more important than money. Yes. That's, that's a good... Yes. That's... I mean, I should know, because we did, like... Love. We did like an eight-hour um, conference thing about was it a like Dave Ramsey conference. No, no, no. It was like a, a um, it was like a Catholic church retreat, like um, premarital counseling mm. event. Mm -hmm. We did. Fun you have things. to do a certain number of hours with. Oh yeah. For that, yeah. Yeah, most of it was like one-on-one -on -one counts or like or couple counseling with the deacon and his wife mm -hmm. for like eight hours. And then we did another eight hours of, like, a conference thing mm -hmm. at the, up in Toledo. The retreat somewhere. place. At the, I don't know. Same I get, place. like, my my brain at the end of the day is just no good. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, so you stuck with improve. Now read, read out all the words one more time just for the sake of hearing them out loud. Okay, so I is innovation. M is marriage. P is flipped upside down in his dreams. R is ready. O is others. V is virtual. E is educate. And that's it. Alright. And O, I think the O is very loaded because it... Yeah, it's all encompassing. It's, yeah, because it, it's not just school, although that is part of it. But I, I don't really think of school as my ministry. Mm. I think of... Um, my friends in Bowling Green as our ministry okay. because most of them aren't Christian. So that is Those a big part of, oh. Cool. And you're still here, so there's still time. Yes, because <laughs> the rapture hasn't happened That's yet. That's right. Still good. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's, been, it's been meaningful and mm -hmm. fun. Um, thank you, Mary Alice, for your time and for being so candid with your answers and yeah that's, that's about it
I don't have a sign off. Or... It's a, it's been a pretty uh, pretty fun. Okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you for listening. If you made it this this far, I don't know how long it is, but thanks for listening. <laughs> See you again. Bye.